this. You could be anywhere watching any podcast, doing anything. But you here with me, the triple OG Shannon, and the little fellow Big G. What's up, fellas? Man, what's cracking lacking, man? Tate, man. Hey, I just want to address Steelers Freak already, man, over there in the live chat. Hey, man. You sound like Day Day, man, from after from Friday after dark or Fridays, whatever one it is, when he was talking about all I want for Christmas is A, B, C, and D. You talking about all you want for Christmas is the South, three-thing piece run for the Steelers offense, defense, and special teams in a game. I'm feeling you, dog. But to everybody else in the live chat, what's cracking, lacking? Let's get it lit. Let's get them algorithms jumping off. It's Pump Your Breaks Wednesday, hump day, y'all. Let's do what we do. What's up, Shannon? Hey, Big G. Brother Tate, just up, uh, looking forward to tonight and ready to get going. Yes, sir. Real quick, I'm <clears> going to, I want to tell everybody, thank you for watching us on the Steel Curtain Network, uh, affiliate of the Fans First Sports Network. You can find all your different sports teams and stuff. Just go to your audio podcast platform and search FFSN and look for whatever the team is. I don't know who your team might be. We know about these Steelers right here. That's facts. But uh, and then on the audio on the audio side of things, check out the Steeler Fix. Here we go. The Hangover, uh, bad language. So so let's ride the Scobro Show, the Mike Tomlin Weekly. So many different shows all on the audio platform. The ones you see on YouTube, you can also get on the audio platform. So the lineup for the week for for the YouTube shows. Shannon and, 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 and Daniel J on Monday with the hangover, the Scobro show, Dave and Big Bro Sco on Tuesday. Hear us guys go on Wednesday to pump your brakes podcast. Thursday is a Steeler preview with Jeff Hartman, Bad, and Dave Schofield. Friday night, you get a double dose of me and the, the little fellow Big G, along with, I guess I'll mention Pay and Beat Earth. They'd be absent. <laughs> They're getting fine. <laughs> On the homies, the homies overtime. Uh, Sunday is uh, bets, the Steelers Q&A. What's on Saturday? Remind me. Mm -hmm. I'll be in Grove with the Level Up podcast on Saturday. I don't even pay no attention. I don't know. You know, Shannon? I do not. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't remember. But something every day. That's all we're saying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about that stuff and get that stuff out the way in case we get short at the end because I know all y'all know how my boy Big G be bloviating getting his, getting his talk <laughs> it's all good it's all good I hit him with facts and facts only bro facts <laughs> and facts you're only gonna, you're going to say facts man you got to put the S on the sign man nah man I like fact and then I put the S that way I might push it out instead of me having a long sign where I say beach you know, I like facts. Yeah, that's a long sign. Facts. Absolutely. But, man, shout out to everybody in the live chat, man. We got quite a lot, a, man. Quite a few people there already. And if hit the like already, button. Hit the, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Why, why be – listen, listen. We love and appreciate all the support that we get from the live chat, from the live audience. We appreciate it. But hit the like button because that helps them rhythms jump. Because, y'all, we got a – I'm telling y'all, we got a number one hit right here. We got a bestseller with Puppy Breaks. So help get the algorithms moving so that way we can spread the love to everybody about what's going on in the Puppy Breaks podcast. You agree, Shannon? Totally. Facts. He totally agrees. Yep. Yes, sir. 
So yeah, man. So y'all, y'all, y'all got anything you want to say for before we get started here? Man, I do, man. And it's about reminiscing a little bit about the Steelers. You know, I mean, we might get into it as far as the conversation is concerned. Y'all, Spiller, Steeler Nation, we spoiled. We didn't have a lot of good WRs, man, come through Steeler Nation, man. A lot. Me and Tate was backstage talking about Young Money and Santonio Holmes and Randall L and Heinz Ward. I mean, it just went back. And, you know, we might get into the conversation a little bit about what the current state of the WRs for the wide receivers. For hey, Steelers, even, you know? even, even when you didn't think we had receivers, we had receivers. I mean, like, Dogs. I'm going back like to Charles Johnson and Yancey Thigpen and Lewis Killing Lips. Them. Jeff Graham. O-H-I-O, baby. Jeff O-H. Killing them. Yes, there's been a, been a long list of really good receivers in the in the Steel City. Facts. Shannon, who was your favorite receiver? All time? All time. Lance Swan. All right, but, all right new. 90 from 80. Mine too. You, you said all time. You said yeah, all I know, time. I know, I know it is, man. Oh, let's go from 87 and up, Shannon. Who you got? Hans Ward. Okay. All right. I feel it. I feel it, man. I like San Antonio wide open homes, man. <laughs> San Antonio was toe touching before people hey, knew what it was, baby. He was toe touching for a chip. I don't. People... I don't know if y'all got to see the Cam Hayward podcast today with Ike Taylor on there. Mm-hmm. Cam Hayward asked Ike Taylor. He said, "Who was your toughest cover ever during the time you was playing?" Mm. He's like, "Ever during the time I was playing." And Ike said. Cam said, "Yeah, it was that you ever had to that you ever had to cover it when you were playing." Mm. He said, "You well, you don't gotta go far. It was AB." Oh, he said, "He said you can say a lot of things about AB off the field." Yeah, he said, "But in between them white lines, nobody worked harder and nobody was better." Yeah, Young Money was thoroughbreds. Now, Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown, Young Money was out there hitting. Now, don't, don't get it twisted; they were some dogs. Right, man. We got Mr. Wood Wood C said Ernie Mills. Florida Gator. Florida Gator. Florida in the house. Gator. Ernie, Ernie was a dog. Ernie was a dog with Yancey. He was a dog. Ernie and they had Slash too. And Jeff Graham. Oh, we was hitting. No, we spoiled with the still a nation with the WR, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't disagree. But fellas, so just on some basic Steeler news, we're gonna get, well, well, what? Let me let me explain to everybody what we plan on doing. We could get sidetracked, but this is the plan from the top. <laughs> mm-hmm. Facts. We're gonna go. Over, we're gonna go over a little bit of Steeler news from you know earlier this week. Talk about some stuff. Uh, then we're gonna. I the glad the game was last Thursday. It's not like you know there was a game Sunday. I think we everybody has has gone over and digested the game against Tennessee Titans and stuff. Even yeah. though we will talk about the offense starting to look better, but we want to go over that game. And we'll just go over some things, then we're going to break down how we see Green Bay. Then lastly, we're going to close out. We're going to go over the, go over the rest of the schedule mm. beginning this week and try and figure out what we think the Steelers' record could be. Tate, you're going to make me put on my glasses and start going to inch high private eye getting an investigation. <laughs> Trying to look to see, man. Who you investigate? The Steelers in that schedule. But when we get to it, I'll switch well, it up. I sent I, I sent y'all a text with the rest of the schedule. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Um. So first thing I want to talk about, man, this still get on my nerves, man. 
Who? Anybody that liked the Jets and called the Steelers the worst team in football. Mike Mike Greenberg from ESPN's Get Up. He he trash. <laughs> he's trash, he said, man. He said he's watched every Steeler game this season, but doesn't know how they're continuing to win. Actually, he believes they might be the worst team in the league. Shannon, assassinate him before I even go in on him, man. Because because when I'm coming, I'm coming for his job, bro. But go ahead, get him, man. I think that <clears throat> that's just a little bit of the ESPN bias against the Steelers that they're well known for. Um, you know, the way they've played, where they rank on offense and defense, uh, 30th and 31st, uh, you know, there's an argument to be made that maybe they've underachieved uh, more than any other team in the NFL, but there's no way that they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, they've been very fortunate, but Last week, I think we, a lot of people missed the fact that the Steelers sustained drives. They had four drives of almost 70 yards or more. Mm -hmm. So uh, multiple play drives, uh, 10 or more. That shows that it wasn't just a splash play here or a blown coverage there. They converted finally 50% of the third downs. So mm -hmm. we've seen offensive progress. Mm -hmm. And if the offense can continue to progress, you get Fitzpatrick back. You've already got a uh, Hayward back, and now Rush looks like he might be able to contribute. We can see a big turnaround in the second half for the Steelers. I agree, and we got to get moved too. Move, we got to get moved back. So, yep. but man, but Greenberg, man, listen, bro, get to kicking, dog. Kick rocks right now off the back. How? <laughs> how can you say that we're one of the? And there's teams like the New York Football Giants. The Arizona Cardinals, the Jets. I mean, come on, man. The Chicago Bears. And you're saying we're one of the worst teams? Man? The, the New England Patriots? And we're one of the worst teams? Man, you sound crazy. Bro, they need it's, to take, it's, they it's, take it's, your life off ESPN. It's biased because he he thinks his team is going to be competing for one of those playoff positions with our team. Who, the so, Bears? No, the Jets. Oh, the Jets trash. Well, that's what we're talking about. It's so yeah, a couple they, of these dudes that like the Jets. It's on, that's on national daytime sports talk. You got your boy hanging on my nerves. A little sidekick with Colin Coward, J Mac. Horrible. I, I really don't like his takes. I like I, I like I, I like Joy Taylor much better. Yeah, facts. I mean, her takes and to look at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he but he trash man. That I listen. The Jets have shown me over and over and over again. If we had to play them, we smash them. Because they are we smash them. No, 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 no. Their their deep their defense is a strength and our offense is a weakness. So I think it'd be a close game because it'd be a defensive struggle. Dog, you listen. You put you put J JPJ one on one with, with uh Garrett and say somebody else beat us. That's how horrible well, I, they are. I'm not there. worried about Zach Wilson getting the ball in the passing game, but the one time he played us, he did beat us. Well, we got some. But they better not show up and have to play us in the playoffs. We got some for them. Jets <laughs> trash. The but Jets Big full D, trash. Who, is my, who, who would you say my favorite all-time athlete is? LeBron. There you go. And guess who was talking about our Steelers this week? Yeah, we like the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. 
You know what that means? No, the Pittsburgh Steelers right now have not uh, outgained or outscored any of their opponents in this season right now, and yet they got a winning record. And that's what it's all about. But that's what that's that's been the narrative all this week. How can yeah. Pittsburgh be five and three? Have been outgained in every game this year offensively, yet yeah. they find that they, they find ways to win. I think, Shannon, what you think? What, yeah. what you think, man? About LeBron's comment or about the fact that they're five and three? Both. Well, I said, you know, the old saying it's better to be lucky than good sometimes, and the Steelers have. Their elite quality is they are been very fortunate this year. Uh, they been, they played smart, conservative football, and that they're one of the lowest penalized teams. They don't turn the ball over. They create turnovers. Mm-hmm. And all that is a formula for winning more games than you lose if you Facts. got a clutch if you got a clutch quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh, I don't really put much stock in anything he says. Thanks, Shannon. You kick LeBron to the curb. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I'm, well. I I didn't like how he left the first time to go to Miami. Yeah. Uh, you know, we start we sell the start of the super teams, and it worked. And I was actually glad for him and Cleveland when they won in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But uh, then, of course, he left again, and I've just never been able to I, – I don't. I just do not like him. I understand. Hey, but listen, fellas. I didn't. I didn't. Them. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like him. I didn't like him when he left Cleveland. I rooted against. I went to Boston so they could beat Miami. Yeah. <laughs> That's what was my team during that time span. But he's a hometown kid from Ohio. I mean, he's from Akron. I'm from Youngstown. Probably mm-hmm. about 30, 40 minutes apart. So you know, I've rooted for him his whole career, except for he was in Miami. Even when anyway, when he went to the Lakers, I root for him now. But you know, and he does he does so much. He does so much for for the community and for you know just in general and stuff. I mean, he's a he's a, he's a, he's a good athlete. No scandal, no trouble, no none of that stuff. So yeah. the worst thing we can say is I don't like him the way he left Cleveland. He ain't doing too bad. Listen, all that matters is the dub. That's what LeBron was talking about in Cove. Getting dubs. It yeah, don't yeah. Matter. You, Listen, you don't have football, to do well. You have to play good offense. You just got to. I'm trying win to tell you. The only thing close counts for in life is horseshoes and hand grenades. That's it. If we get the dub, it don't matter how we get it. Let's just get it. I want dubs. I would much rather have dubs than L's. Give me straight W's. I don't care nothing else about. Listen, I wouldn't care if Kenny Pickett ran for 67 yards and passed for 71. At the end of the game, if the score says Pittsburgh with the dub and somebody else with the L, that's all that matters. I want the dub, no matter how we got to get it. The one asterisk. They got they have to show improvement along the way. Yeah. And last game I seen some improvement. Yeah. Improving oh. the dub with a dub is a bonus, Shannon. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a bonus. We're gonna, we we're gonna get into the offensive improvement and the defensive the rhythm. I think they might be starting to build up. But first, I want to ask you guys. Shannon, chime in if you want. Big G, you mm. seem to have all these sources and stuff. You tell us something different, new every week. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see what you say about this one. Do you know what Chuke said after the Jacksonville game that got him in trouble? And and how long, what he said, and how long is he going to be in the doghouse, man? 
Man, I don't know exactly what he said, but all the comments I've been reading is that he's straight up in the doghouse like Linus and Snoopy on the Charlie Brown special, dog. He <laughs> might as well go ahead. Instead of rocking out one of them Bumblebee uniforms, he might as well get one of them Charlie Brown shirts on and get his behind over on the sideline because that boy ain't going to see no part of the field. So if you know exactly what he said, give me the quote. But I, I've heard around town that that boy in trouble. You know anything, Shannon? No, I have, haven't heard anything. Um, I will say it's consistent with Tomlin's disciplinary procedures. If a player is uh, like George Pickens, there's nobody that can replace him. Mm-hmm. He can do the stuff he did, and it's called what it's called, which I know we're going to talk about that later. And it's kind of, you know, y'all crazy reality TV, harping on all this stuff. It don't mean anything. Yeah. Whereas a core four is being outplayed by Brother Jones. Brother Jones has to be in there. So Clearly. that's the perfect excuse to take a core four out and put Brother Jones in. Just mm-hmm. like the injury to Levi Wallace was a great opportunity to get Jerry Porter Jr. in their plane without admitting they made the wrong decision, having the wrong guy start too long. So yeah. I think it was just a, uh, a process of convenience and whatever he said pissed Tomlin off. That's right. And he cried because he over there on the bench, Shannon. He's <laughs> over, he over there on the bench, so he crying. You, get you your Charlie Brown jersey, dog. Go on and trade it in. Get your Charlie Brown. Get you your Linus blanket and, and get to crying because you ain't going to be in Pittsburgh next year. But take what's this quote, dog? Do you know for sure what he said? No, I was asking you. You got all these no, sources. You I, I heard it on Mary Week. I heard it, but I don't know for sure what he said. I, but listen, um, by Friday, I'm gonna have it. Believe me, I'm gonna have the whole thing. Of what he said. I um, I think it's not going the way I saw it going. I really saw, mm-hmm. I really saw, Broderick Jones coming in for Dan Moore on the left side. Mm-hmm. And maybe Dan Moore compete. Maybe if Chuk was going to sit, it was going to be because Dan Moore got moved to the right side. Mm-hmm. Tomlin think, said he's terrible on the right side. Yeah, well, he insinuated. He insinuated Tom, that. Yeah. Tomlin said he's definitely better on the left side, Dan Moore. But I still think next year at some point, you don't you don't put that much draft capital and equity in moving up and using the 14th pick to get a right tackle. You get your left yeah. tackle. Definitely. So at some point, Broderick Jones will be moving. To the other side. Whether that, means, whether that means Dan Moore is going to practice and get better at, at the right side, because I do agree. Chooks is out of here. Adios, muchachos. Chooks had a $13 million salary next year. If they cut him, it's only a $3 million cap hit. Mm-hmm. I heard a rumor, uh, but I'm sure it was humorous, but said that he on the sideline said that uh, cabbage or slaw, whatever you want to call it, and french fries. Don't belong on a sandwich. What? Yeah, that, in Pittsburgh, that'll get you. That'll get you benched. Who said? Who said that? A for That's what got him benched. Oh, that's called a Polish boy, ladies and gentlemen. You put you put French fries, <laughs> slaw, barbecue sauce, that's, some shredded meat, and and the Polish sausage. It's called a Polish boy. That's that, that's definitely a Pittsburgh thing. I mean. <laughs> Um, Chris, Chris Carter said the same thing on Locked On Steelers today. He, he he said he don't mess with the slaw. I guess he put fries on the sandwich, but 
he don't mess with the slaw. Man, but, we get uh, down with the Polish boys, bro. They mugs is hitting. Yeah, I could, I, I could use one right now. When we get off here, I'm going to go fix me something to eat because last time I ate was probably about noon today, and I got to get a little something in my belly before I go to go to sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, so the George Pickens thing, man, is, is it a thing or were we as fans and everybody just overreacting? It's a thing. It's a thing, and it shows a lot of immaturity for George Pickens. But the issue is, like, and Shannon, you're absolutely right. Who, who We can't bench him. We don't have nobody. It's not like we got young money sitting over there. Mm. You know, it ain't like we got Wallace and Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders or Santonio Holmes. We ain't got that over there, you know. But, the, our, our next best receiver is Deontay Johnson. So but do they got to work do it you, out. Do, do you agree with what Coach Tomlin said in, in, his, in his press conference? He said he's not going to be mad at a guy for 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 wanting the ball. Mm-hmm. I think I, mean, I think that was Tomlin's way of cleaning it up, Tay. Really, to be honest, he cleaned it up. Yeah, because, well, he, he definitely he 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 definitely does does good PR. He's been doing that for seventeen years. You know, right. a lot of stuff with the Steelers don't get out unless he wanted out. This Chooks yeah. thing. He obviously wanted out. Yeah, because Chooks is out. Or didn't care if he got out. <clears throat> he wanted an excuse to be able to start Jones without admitting a mistake in personnel usage. I agree. He when he talked about the stone pebble in the shoe, mm-hmm. you know, we got to remember he oh Shannon froze. kept A B in check. Mm-hmm. When A B had problems all along, but they was able to keep him in check. And Tomlin, he had a lot of things that come out later. Mm-hmm. So Tomlin, I always give Tomlin credit for that balancing act with a player that volatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, people say CTE. Well, if that's the case, he had CTE in high school and college. <laughs> Central uh, Michigan. So, but the whole problem with the pebble in the shoe is it can start out as a pebble in the shoe, and then it can develop into a bruise, and then it can develop into a sore, and then it can you can find out that you had diabetes, and the next thing you know, mm-hmm. you lose a part of your foot, and then you lose your leg up to the knee, which yeah. is the story of my father-in-law, but well, that's a story for another time. Mm-hmm. But when you have an, a small pain, sometimes you need to get it checked out before it becomes a serious issue. So yeah. the attitude, he can say that it's it really had nothing to do with the Steelers yet did, the pounding on the sidelines after Deontay Johnson scored the touchdown and him over on the bench and everybody congratulating Johnson and he wanted no part of it, left immediately after the game. Everybody's seen it. That is a maturity issue and an attitude problem. Yeah. And that is where a person with Homeland's influence and his father figure status in the organization has to set Pickens down and get this thing straightened out now before it does become a festering issue. I want guys who want the football. I want guys who want to be central reasons why we're successful. And so that's, um, you know, that's a non-issue, to be quite honest with you. Are there any you've experienced, though, dealing with players, young players specifically, kind of working through that adversity, those pressures? How do you coach a young player like that? Like breathing. It's easy. I know it's a cute story for you guys, but it is, it is a pebble in my shoe. To be, yeah. So, agreeing with what Shannon said, but I think 
I think all that stuff gets handled in house. I think that's just how Coach Tom has always done things. I'm sure George Pickens has been talked to. Mm-hmm. Big G, what's that noise in your background? There you go. Whatever you did, help her. You push mute. You push mute. But uh, yeah. I mean, he <clears throat> handles things in house. I'm sure he's talked to George Pickens, like Shannon said. As soon as he left Pittsburgh, we seen what the problem AB was. He kept that thing sane and under wrap for for nine seasons. <laughs> you know, I mean, big 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 Ben was a drama queen, whether we wanted to admit it or not. He was facts. James Debo, James Harrison was a little bit cuckoo. Joy Porter too. So I was watching something today. Joy Porter too. Um, said you know the Steelers can take risk on these type players because. Coach Tomlin is one of the few coaches in the league that can manage those type of personalities and get the best out of them. What and the issue is this: Pickens made his own power, bro. Yeah, toe, toe tap, and you got yeah. one too. He could have touchdown. You got one too. So, I'm sure, so I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you leave that game a lot happier, even if you don't have three catches, but one of them is a touchdown. You're yeah. probably okay. Yeah, and that's all your that, fault, GP. That's all your yeah. fault. Did you hear what Merle Hodge said on the podcast today? I didn't what? hear that. Merle Hodge said that the Steelers are never going to win a championship with people with that selfish personality and demeanor uh, on the roster, and then that needs to be fixed immediately. And Mer- I can't say I disagree with him. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree either, but, but we are talking about a 22-year-old kid, though. Yeah, Merrill well, Hodge is that has to always be taken into consideration. Yeah. If he was, I, I'd be more upset at what Devontae Adams has done in Las Vegas, causing all that, all that hoorah, and the coach get fired and all that stuff, than I would be because Devontae Adams is 31 years old, George yeah. Pickens is 22 years old. Yeah. George, not, not all 22 year olds act like that. that that's not all, but. But but the correlation between immaturity and being 2022 20, is a thing. Yeah. And it's a cultural issue too, man, as far as the young culture. Listen, I got a 25-year-old, 22-year-old, and 21-year-old. Them kids is different. <laughs> They're a lot, a lot that listen, there's a lot of entitlement with them. There's a lot of, you know, you gotta, these are kids that got participation trophies, right? It's not the old school culture. But Tomlin, to me, is the perfect bridge between the old culture and the new culture. You know, by by being a father figure and being like how you guys said, and sit this this kid down and say, dude, look, you controlled that. And we're a team around here. So when your brother makes an outstanding and great play to get him off the schnod, because he hadn't had a touchdown of God knows who winning, however, (laughs) go over there and hug him and say, hey, bro, we glad for you to get it. So so it'll it'll work, dude. But – if it don't, adios muchachos, my friend. We we can get a first round pick for you, bro. So it better you better work it out. You know you better, or you're gonna be out of there. So and the Steelers have shown one thing consistently for years: they know how to draft receivers in the second, third, fourth round and get hitters. So it ain't like you just you know use this permanent figure. You got to show your worth to stick around a long time with Pittsburgh because we'll get rid of you and get another one quick. I think that's the culture. I think think we're going to draft one in the second or third round this year because Allen Robinson's not work. Calvin Austin 
He's a gadget guy. He's good at the fourth receiver and kick returner. He's not that third receiver. So I think we draft a guy. But real quick, guys, we're going to take a quick break. You watching on YouTube, don't go nowhere. Stay right with us. We'll be right back. If you're listening on the audio side, we got to pay a couple bills. So listen to this commercial, and we'll be right back after this. And we're back on the Pump Your Breaks podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tate, along with the triple OG Shannon and the little fella, Big G. Yeah, Gentlemen, man. what's happening? Man, I'm digging the podcast. We didn't have a great conversation so far as we're into it. Keep hitting that like button. Keep sharing. And let's get them rhythms jumping on the hump day Wednesday, man. That's what you're talking about, Shannon, Tate? That's Because that's what I'm agreeing with. And that's where we at this week. So, so last two things we talk about this game. So finally, we got Broderick Jones starting. Mm-hmm. And we got PZ Island. We got Joey mm-hmm. Porter starting. Shannon and Big G, how how good can he be? Can can I mean he won't he won't have the the full the full year resume for a rookie year because he didn't start at the beginning of the season. But can he be as good as Sauce Gardner was last year? Mm. Josh, I'm gonna let you answer that first. Woo-hoo. I don't know. I don't know if I'd put him on that level. Uh, you know, uh, as far as his full potential, um, his length is is incredible. Uh, his tenacity, his ability to shadow and and flip his hips. Uh, I mean, Hopkins is the best guy. I think he's had to cover consistently one on one. Mm-hmm. And and he just shut him down basically. Mm-hmm. Now, can he do that against uh, Jamar Chase, who had you know put some catches on Sauce Gardner? Chase is the kind of guy that that has the speed that it's going to be hard to shadow him the same way. Mm-hmm. So they might start him out on T Higgins, mm-hmm. uh, where his size can match up. But uh, I think Joey Porter Jr. could be a easily a perennial Pro Bowler. Mm. Oh. This year, you think a Pro Bowl no, this year? I mean, in the future, especially yeah. once he gets a little stronger and improves his tackling. Yeah, <clears throat> JPJ Island is 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 a big take. And that's you know because now we're talking about Revis Island. You know, yeah. like we, I got this side of the field locked down, but based on his growth and development, absolutely. And and oh God, when we get Corey Trice back and we get Rush worked out, oh yeah, we all right. Well, you, we just got to get a safety. If you remember a few weeks ago, I said that's what I want the Steelers to do mm-hmm. is match Joey Porter Jr. up against the best receiver mm-hmm. and let him man up against that receiver and let the rest of the defense in the secondary do what there is Tomlin and Terrell also want them to do. Scheme, yeah. do stuff. Joey Porter, this your guy, you take that guy, right? Mm-hmm. And the other Travel. 10 men can do whatever else they want to do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like the idea of that. But you know we'll, we'll we'll see how it how it pans out. Tate, but if we, with Rush and Trice, oh, we're gonna be out there hitting. I like. I thought, I thought Rush got some good minutes the other night. Um, yeah. I, he, he, come on, man, you got you got to catch that ball. That, that interception is right in your hands. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, Wallace dropped one earlier in that drive. 
Wallace, Wallace did drop one. Get Wallace on the bench. <laughs> I, mean, I don't he, care. No, I don't man. Get him out. Get him on the bench. He, no. He came in as a third or fourth corner. He did good the other night. He can play oh. sub package. Yeah. They third, need him in sub package. He just can't start. Third or fourth corner. He can't yeah. you you can't you 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 can't have him give all that exposure to him. He can't be out there for 65, 70 plays a game. Matched up against the one or two. Right. He can be yeah. out there 15 plays a game against the third receiver. Or if they go four wide to fourth receiver. Tate, you know but, that doghouse you show for Snoopy? Yeah. Wallace, Wallace need to be leaning on one side of it, and Chooks need to be leaning on the other side of it. <laughs> with, with some Charlie Brown jerseys on, dog. <laughs> Get to the bench. You can't play no more. No. Hey, he didn't do bad the other night, though. I mean, I understand. You got him on the start line, G. Quit, quit just completely hating on him. He plays solid, solid, Me a dying, a dying role. I mean, you hating on him now. He played good the other night. Okay, but Tate, didn't I tell y'all at the very beginning that the dude was garbage? You said and nobody it. believed me. You said it. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna call that hate, man. I'm just saying that he trash. But did <laughs> he play good the other night? Yeah, he played decent. I give him a C. <laughs> I'll give him a C. Um, yeah, but I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not upset. I like to see. Uh, I think me and Shan was talking about this another one of the week, weeks ago. I, I'd like to see James Pierre get some more time. Facts. Yeah, he should. James Pierre should. He should play. Yeah, I like. I like James Pierre. I mean, he's always been stepped. I mean, he, he's had his share of being burnt too, but he's he stepped up when we needed him. He. Intercepted the pass in the end zone a few years ago against Denver and in, clutched the game, ended the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I really, I really like that. But you know what? The last thing, if we can talk about Green Bay, mm-hmm. you know what hurts me? What's that? The 2020 draft. Mm. That's that's the year we didn't have a pick. We took, we took, well, because we traded for Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. But who did we take in the second round? In 2020, pick number 49. He 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 gone already. It wasn't Bush. Chase Claypool. Oh, he get, get. But but we got it back though. We got it back because we. I understand we, that, we, but 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 I'm telling you why I'm hurt because we could have had Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was taking that same draft pick 53, Ooh. and I was I was on at the time. A lot lot, lot of people in the Steeler. Steeler Spear, Steeler community, oh, he's no good. He can't throw. He's this, he's that. But I say we took <clears throat> we took uh, Chase Claypool three picks earlier. We got Kenny Pickett now. Jalen Hurts is actually younger than Kenny Pickett. Where would we be right now if we had Jalen Hurts? Amen. That's a rhetorical question. With Man Canada? <laughs> Where would Hurts be? Maybe out of the league. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> There's a lot of facts right there, saying you know it, it, it could be something to that, but I think I think I, I think old Matty Boy to find his mojo. Don't mean he's gonna be here next year. Just mean they're gonna be better between now and the end of the year. Hey man, I'm gonna stir it up with the live chat and with y'all, man. I just want to ask a question, man. We don't make the playoffs. Say we go ten and seven. The Bears end up with the one and two pick. Did we go try to fleece Justin Fields out of Chicago? I'm all over it. Shannon, did we try to get him? 
with a competent offensive coordinator? Yes, sir. It would only be if Pickett shows no improvement at all. Between okay. now and the end of the year. Yeah, yeah because in my opinion, we won't know the real Kenny Pickett till you get a competent offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm think saying, the, the you know. hope for the rest of this year is the offensive line jails. Yeah. <clears throat> allowing the running game to continue to play like they did the, the other night where they had 160 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. I think it was 160. Uh, and that will open up so much to the play action and let them progress as much as they can. Even if they don't call routes across the middle of the field, don't do things that every other team in the NFL does. And then mm-hmm. next year you get a competent offensive coordinator, and I think they could really be a contender. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the only way you would want to go after Justin Fields is if Pickens doesn't show any more progress this year. I, Shannon, I asked that and stirred it up, and the live chat went bananas. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, no, heck no. Heck no, Kenny, no. I mean, I feel y'all, man. I feel y'all. But guess what? If Kenny doesn't show he's the guy, we got to get a quarterback. So it's Justin yeah, Fields think, versus I the think, incoming class, you know? I mean, I, I, I like Justin Fields. Tomlin liked to come out the draft. I remember at the combine, he's like, yeah, you know, at the, at the Ohio State uh, pro day. Show me what you got. They had their little moment, you know what I mean? Mm. But uh, I like Justin Fields. I think in in the right offense with with, the, with weapons like Pittsburgh has. I'm not saying he's better than Kenny Pickett. I we don't know because neither one of them, neither right. one of their talents have been maximized yet. That's but, facts. That is total facts. And but he I know needs Chicago. Yeah, but I but I know before <laughs> he got hurt, he had a 330 yard game and four touchdowns. Kenny Pickett ain't sniffed nothing like that. Never. Ain't seen right. no part of it. Ain't seen no part <laughs> at right. all. Yeah, facts. But but so, Kenny might show progression. You know, I, I yeah, think no. the big the biggest progression that Kenny's going to show is that the settling of the offensive line, the settling on that that offensive line being settled, and like okay, Jones is in there, Mount Washington is in there. Okay, that's going to help him out tremendously. Super chat, Gene Smith. He said, look at the fourth quarter comeback stats. Hey, Gene, thanks for the $1.99 for sure. Definitely. He does. He's a dog. He shows he's a winner. He shows. Coach, but coach, we need him to play coach, like that all the time. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. We, all we the time. We can't We can't keep skating away with these, with these close nail-biter games. I was telling my wife when we watched the game last Thursday, I was like, man, for the past couple years now, in any victory the Steelers had, I think they've gone – 13 and five out their last 18 games. That no game have I ever been just relaxed and chill. Yeah. It's yeah. always a nail biter now to the end. You gotta stress yep. it out. Man, I've been hostile the last two years, dog. I've been ready, I've been ready to go to Pittsburgh and move some furniture around about probably 17, 18 weeks in a row. Like, because like, listen, I can't keep taking this fourth quarter mess, y'all. We got to get it together. You know, show me a whole game. I want to mention something with you guys and our on our audience, our very knowledgeable audience. Uh, without the Steelers having a game this weekend, I was out of town mm-hmm. and talking to people and, and uh, about the Steelers, and people will all talk about. It was crazy this weekend. Everybody comparing him to every other quarterback. Mm-hmm. Shroud had a record game for a rookie of all Kill time. Him. Killing. And everybody comparing him with Pickett now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to compare different situations, much less different eras. You know, when we try to compare Lance Swan to 
somebody now, everybody's like, oh, you can't compare errors. Well, you can't mm-hmm. compare situations either. Mm-hmm. Um, that irritates me. But when I talk to them and I try to explain the problem with the Steelers offense, what gets to me is that I say, well, if you look at the route combinations, mm. if you look at the middle of the field usage, you look at, you know, the predictability factor, and everybody's like, well, the no, Pickens just ain't putting up any numbers. They don't even have two touchdown games. They, and that tells me they really don't know what they're talking about. Because when you grade a quarterback, he missed throws Thursday. Now, I'm right. saying that his bruised ribs definitely affected his uh, throwing motion and his accuracy. But they say, well, he has problems before that. Yes, that's true. The problem is the routes and combinations and all have not changed in three years, mm-hmm. even before. And it was the same with Trubisky. It was the same with Ben at the end. And that's why that they are so predictable and they're so limited. Because on each play, they say, well, he had an open guy on that play. Well, what about the two plays before that where there wasn't anybody open? Mm-hmm. But unless you actually watch it and see what's happening and how many options did he have, and then you watch another more competent offense, and there will be an open guy on the outlet, an open guy on the second level, and even an open guy deep. And it's, you know, which guy is the best option? There's a lot of times Pickett has one guy to throw to, and if that guy's covered, he's done. Yeah, the route combinations suck. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to we have to look at the big picture before mm. you make a final judgment. Yeah. I've never seen – listen, I haven't seen a cross-drag route yet. No. Nope. Where, where the two wide receivers cross each other up and they pick guys off. I haven't seen a double tight end, 12 personnel. Both tight ends run up the seam. I ain't seen none of that. They do not throw the ball to the middle of the field. Nope. And that is – that is that kills Kenny Pickett. Now, the issue – the question is, can he do it? Because the question is, does he see it and can he do it? Because a quarter, a, a coordinator is going to lead to the strength of a player. And I'm starting to question whether or not he can do it. Can he – can he – can he hit a double route? Can he hit where you bring you run a drag across and a receiver runs right behind a tight end and he breaks it off and he's got a three-way go? You know, can, can, I mean, can he do that? Does he is he able to see it and process it? That's but they're the not they're not running routes there. Facts. So then when you say is he going through his progressions? His progression is I'm gonna start off on one side, mm-hmm. and if that's not there, he's got to come all the way over. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, if a guy is in the middle, he's mm-hmm. always late getting to him. Yeah. So because that's like his last read. That's his last. Oh yeah, yeah. That's his last read. Yeah, you know. And most of those are comeback routes. Like I said, yeah. I've never seen. Th- there's no way in God's green earth you should not run George Pickens and Deontay Johnson across. There's no yeah. way. Somebody's going to pick somebody off, and the other guy's going to be running wide freaking open. Yeah. And in that same set, you can put Calvin Austin outside of Deontay Johnson and run him on a go route. He takes the safety off with him. Now you got one of them wide receivers one on one with a linebacker. Somebody going to the house. Yeah. <laughs> they that fat, you know. So, like I said, I I got issues with Canada as far as his scheme. His scheme sucks, and like I said, you don't you don't see no two ways with the. Uh, I have not seen a double route yet with both tight ends running straight up the seams. That's the most unstoppable play in football. If you really know how to scheme it, how the heck can you stop it? Why do you think Kelsey eats? Kelsey's out there playing with bums in Kansas City and other tight ends, and he makes them other tight ends look great because they run that two man seam route, man. And they Kelsey, kill you Kelsey, with it. Kelsey got Patrick Mahomes throwing to him, too. Facts. That is facts. But you still can run the route. And run he's the, got Andy Reid. Yeah. Great, great <laughs> offensive mind. Probably maybe the greatest of the history of football. Maybe. 
He's up there. <clears throat> I gotta go with Eric Coriel. Bill Walsh. Ooh. Bill Walsh. Ooh. Ooh. We're, going, we're going way back, Big G. You might be a little too young. Remember this stuff. Come on, man. Get up <laughs> out of here, bro. Come on, man. You remember remember Bill Walsh? <clears throat> of course. The Niners, oh. baby. You remember, you remember, you remember Don Air Coriel? The, the San Diego Chargers. Oh, okay. Not Los Angeles, San Diego Chargers. All right. Who was this tight end? Who was this tight end, though? Kellen Winslow, man. Come on, man. And, and, and guess what? He ran them combo routes for Kellen Winslow. And he would put he would run Chuck Mussey out the backfield and run Chuck Mussey right behind him. Kellen Combination Winslow, routes. John Jefferson, yep. Wes Chandler, yes. Tony Joyner. Come on, All man. Right. Yep. I, 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 I love that team. Watch watching that team on Monday Night Football. That was action. Out there hitting them. Oh, they had no defense, but man, they no defense. <laughs> Plenty offense. And that in that playoff game in '81 against the Dolphins, where they had to get oh, off the field. Winslow was on death's door. Then he comes back in and blocks the field goal. They carry yeah. him off. He comes back in. Yeah, run, that was a great run. game. Hey, for all, for, all, for, for all the young people in the chat, we showing our age here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it was great offense. Who cares? It was great. We offense. need dubs. That, that great offense gets you dubs. In this day and age, <laughs> the, the culture's done changed. We need some offense. We do need some offense. We need a we need a, a middle of the pack offense because our defense is gonna be good. And so, well, what are we gonna talk about? Is the Green Bay game. Mm-hmm. We got two maligned quarterbacks playing. Yep. Jordan loves getting it in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett get it here, but at least he's winning. He's having good fourth quarters. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you guys, both first-round picks, I think Jordan Love was 23, Kenny Pickett was 20 yeah. in their respective drafts. Mm-hmm. Um, so which, which one of these guys has, has, has a brighter future? Oh, hey, that's a hard one. That's a toss-up, man. Can can I say it this way? You can say I think you want. Pa- I think the Packers fans will have more patience than the Steelers fans as far as the quarterback. Why? Why would they have more patience? They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Now, for twenty-five years, that's what they had. Thirty years, because, what they had. Because when 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 Aaron Rodgers took over for Favre, Aaron Rodgers was trash. They weren't. They wasn't good the first two years. They gave. They let him get his growing pains. They figured they, it I out. Think were, I think they weren't good the first year. I think the second year they they might have won ten games, went to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think they're going to have a lot more patience with him because that's the culture. Pittsburgh has patience, but we don't. Pittsburgh, the mentality in Pittsburgh is we can run Duck Hodges out there and get a dub. You know, I mean that's that's really Char, Charlie Batch. We can run Charlie Batch out there. We can watch run a wash Mike Vick out there and get a dub. We just need – we don't need you to make mistakes and errors. So if Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy, because being the guy means you're in the Roethlisberg strategy. You're, you're going to be take off like Big Ben. So I, I don't know if they're going to have, you know, the patience for that because because either either he's going to take off or we got to find somebody who can. That's just Well, that's, 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 that's what – I said I watched the Cam Hayward podcast today with Ike Taylor, mm-hmm. and Cam asked him about – Big Ben and Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I said, "Man, you can't even put you can't even put seven to Kenny Pickett in the same in the same sense." That's fine. He's like, nah, that's not that's not me saying that that Kenny's not good." He said, "That's just me saying seven is different." You know what I mean? Go ahead. Well, if you get a chance, they had it on 
<clears throat> the other day, they showed the Steelers at Green Bay game. I think it was 2013 or 14 where Ben led them back and they won on the last play of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that touchdown third with Mike Wallace. Uh, I think it was, he threw the ball, it was, he threw it from about the 25, mm-hmm. the far hash mm-hmm. across to that corner. And oh, I want you to a- watch the throw, watch the velocity. And the mm-hmm. angle, that ball never dipped, just like the throw to San Antonio Holmes to win the Super Bowl. Man. There's only a handful, I mean a handful, of quarterbacks that's ever played the game that can make that throw. Yeah. I agree. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny can't make them throw. But what Ike's advice was, and I don't know that I disagree no, with no him. No way. He said he thinks – Kenny's good. He said what well, I think. He said, and he said, he said, he said, Omar and them gonna get mad at him because you know he scouts for the team, so he worked for the organization. He said, mm-hmm. yep. he said, Omar yep. and them gonna get mad at me, but Cam, I'm gonna tell you what I think. He said, I think Kenny just needs to cut it loose a little more. He said, he I, 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 I think I think he dropped back, drops back and gets in his head, not turn the ball over, puts pressure on himself, and he don't cut just you I mean you got you got <clears throat> you got Pickens and Deontay, you got Najee and Jalen. Fryer move coming back. Man, you got weapons. Just mm-hmm. cut it loose sometime. You yeah. got that. That comes straight from the coach. Mm-hmm. That's from Tomlin. Tomlin Ooh. is coaching conservatively. Like yeah, we talked about how they're winning, and he's told him to protect that ball, and, and he is a good soldier, and he's listening, and he is protecting the ball. The other day they said – somebody said, how can he miss so many throws and not have very many interceptions? Because he makes sure he misses wide. If if he's got to catch it, don't catch it. Nobody's gonna catch it. Nobody gonna catch it. You right about that. And you know, hey, if he doesn't want anybody, and, 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 he checks down. He checks down quick. Yeah, he'll quick. check down. But quick. I mean, that's that's what Shannon's saying. That that that, that is a philosophy yep. that 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 Tomlin goes rolls with now with this current iteration of the Steelers since mm-hmm. Big Ben kind of fell off. Say the the trip the the, the killer B era. Yeah, killer mm-hmm. beat area. They were about offense. Yeah, mm-hmm. then when they had to go to defense, and then Duck came in, and Mason came in, and you putting this thing together with 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 with, with you know with 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 tape, duct tape, and 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 bay, bell wire and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you got to try and keep the games close, and then make your move at the end and win. That's what they've been doing. But I think Kenny. I mean, I don't think there could be too many ramifications. If he just took some of his shots on his own, what they gonna do? Put Mitch in? Facts. And Tate and Shannon, listen, if he comes up to the line of scrimmage and they run a cry across the formation, and I see they got single high safety and the dude runs winning, I'm audible into Deontay Johnson or George Pickens for a go route. One-on-one 50-50, and I'm letting it loose every single freaking time. I'm gonna show you that I can make that throw. Yeah, which, every which, single day on time. Which all which, the best quarterback co- head coach combinations have that trust factor. We've seen Mike Tomlin speak up for Pickett in his last press conference. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What's his fourth quarter rating?" Killer. His head coach has got his back. One hundred three. Now, if Pitt, if Kenny Pickett does not do what Tomlin wants him to do, and he mm-hmm. goes rogue, like you're saying. They they might not bench him, but he's going to lose that trust factor with his head coach, and that would be even worse. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's that, true. I'm that's just, almost I'm being just, stuck between a rock and a hard place, though, y'all. Well, he is because he, he has a bad offensive coordinator. Yeah, 
and I'm 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 just a rogue go rogue type of guy. <laughs> no, but I, I listen. I agree. Listen. I mean, I hate to say it. He's damned if he does, and he damns if he don't. So the, if, if the issue is if he don't ball out, he's gonna lose his job. You're 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 right, Big G. We'll keep this train moving. We ain't, we ain't gonna get to the schedule. Um. So better future. Pick it or love. Quick, 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 quick. Pick it, Shannon. Pickett, because Love has a lot of talent, but he don't show the intangibles that Pickett is showing. Yeah, I agree mm. with you. I agree with you. Mm. agree with both y'all. Mm. So, <clears throat> duo with the most yards going to win this game this week. That's that's my key to the game. Which duo you guys think will have the most yards? Pittsburgh, because the offensive line is better. And 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 uh, big boy for the Packers is trash. He out of shape, man. That boy looked like an offensive lineman. He about 295 pounds. A.J. Dillon? <laughs> Yeah, he swole up, dog. I, I seen him. I said, "Oh Lord, he he, he swole up. He looked like he been eating straight chickens, like whole chickens, like like the whole that boy hey, swole. That boy do swole. Popeyes commercials. Man, he swole out he there, swole, man. He a beast, though, man. He, he's a good running back. I, I ain't saying he ain't good, but he he a little bit on the large side. You he know, look, he look he, he look like he look like you if you was a running back. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, 100% facts. Hey, man, so so prediction for this game from both of y'all real quick because the last five minutes we're going to try and jump into predicting the rest of the schedule. Steelers win. Steelers win at home. A big win. The offense gets it together. 28-13, Steelers. Oh. Yeah, Steelers win. They scored 28 and win by two scores? 28-13, Steelers. Packers offense sucks. Okay. I, I think that the – Packers defense is a little better than we're giving them credit for. They do have a lot of injuries. Uh, so I'm going to keep Stewart scored down a little bit. Uh, I think Stewart's will win. It's throwback uniforms, block numbers. They're perfect in those uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to say 24 to 13. Mm. Mm. We Still two scores. Yeah, we, yeah, we close. Yeah, we I don't close. think we had a two-score victory this year, have we? You can count it this week, buddy. Okay, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. So so you guys have us winning winning this game. Mm-hmm. So that puts us at six and three. Yeah. Facts. They need this one. Mm-hmm. So after 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 this next game, we go on the road to Cleveland. Oh. oh. Man, come on, man. Come on, man. This man, man. Well, you know what, though? We going up to the – I, I, I know we're going to win the Green Bay game, but we're going up to the dog pound to get a dub, too. That's what I'm saying. We're going up there to get a dub. Cleveland got a heck of a defense, but nah, come on, dog. What you what, – what, what say you, Shannon? I think that Watson does not like playing against the Steelers. No. Nope. I actually am more scared of the Browns than – P.J. Walker plays uh, because the Steelers get in his head, as we've mm-hmm. seen last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, their defense concerns me, but the Steelers just have had a lot of success there. So I'm going to say they're going to pull that one out. Mm. Okay, so 7-3. After mm-hmm. that, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we go to Cincinnati. That's an L. We're taking a loss right there, dog. They hot. They hot as a firecracker, man. Joe Burrow and them hot right now, man. They hot as a firecracker. 
Can't can't keep up with them. Can't keep up. Too much offense. Yeah, I think that the Steelers uh, are going to struggle in Cincinnati. Their defense is starting to come around. And you only got one Jerry Porter. So the other guys can feast. Uh, They got to get Darius Rush up to speed. And I think that's Mm -hmm. a little quick. So I think they'll lose that one. So 74. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- Arizona at home. Dub. Keep it pushing. Dub. <laughs> ain't even talking about straight dub. New England at home. New England at home. Dub. Keep it pushing. Bel- Belichick might get. Listen. It they ain't gonna fire him. They ain't gonna fire him, but but he might. New England, Shane, who you got? Belichick concerns me because he is a heck of a defensive coach, but I just don't think he has the horses. So I think that's a dub. Mm-hmm. That's nine and four. After that, we go to Indianapolis. Duh. Duh. Yeah, that that should be a win. Mm -hmm. Ten and four. After that, we got Cincinnati at home. Oh. Man. That's a loss, man. That's a loss. I don't know. The only team in the division I know we can't necessarily beat is Cincinnati. That's a loss to me. I say the Steelers win that one. I think Rush will be more up to speed and with Fitzpatrick back, and uh, I I think that they can pull that one out. Yeah, so Shannon got them. Shannon, you got them 11-4, and and I got them Mm 10-5. All right, take next next game, bro. You mute. Uh, so you got 10 and five, Shannon got 11, four. Yep. The game out of that two on the road to finish at mm-hmm. Seattle. What time is the game played at one o'clock? The time is to be determined. You know, at the end of the season, they don't. If it's a late game, they'll win. If it's four or five or later, they'll win. Well, well, usually those West Coast games start at four o'clock. Yeah, well, they'll win. Give them a dub. I'll give them a lo- less 11. Shannon, dub or loss? I say a loss. They do not travel well to Washington. All right. So we're both, what, 11 and 5? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, you are. <clears throat> you are. Yep. Yeah. And the last game is at Baltimore. Could be for something. It's, it's going to be for the division. You think so? It's going to be for the division. Then, and we then, gonna get then, the dub. And you have them losing both to Cincinnati. Yep, but we are gonna sweep Baltimore. Okay. We gonna sweep. We gonna sweep the Ravens for the division. But Baltimore, man, but Baltimore has got to prove it to me. Period. Lamar Jackson I, don't scare me. I, I I agree with you. What say Shannon? you, Shannon? Last game of the season. I say in Baltimore. Baltimore wins. But the Steelers finish tied for second in the division with the Bengals, but when the they finish higher because they have a better division record. So I, they both finished eleven and six. Yeah. No, you you're, predi- you're you'll be uh, twelve and five. I'm eleven and six. 
No, that's what I'm saying. You're saying 11 and 6. Yeah. That, and I think the, Cincinnati and, and uh, Pittsburgh will both be 11 to 6, but the Steelers will, yeah. will win the, will be at ranked higher because they have a better division record within the division. And Big G, you're saying 12 and 5, man, in the division. And the division. <clears throat> 12 and 5 in the boy. division. And the division. And, and I'm listen. Four teams might make the might make the playoffs for the AFC North. All four of them might make it. That'd be hard to do. But they, if the playoffs started today, they'd all be in. Yeah. But all it, four it, it of would Jokers be very would be difficult. In. Yeah, they yeah. would. They would. But if they got to play each other, though, I I sent, I sent you the graphic yesterday that said the teams collectively are twenty two eleven. That's by far the best divisional record in the league. And five of those losses are against each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we beat each other up real bad, bro. <laughs> we, we beat on each other. We punish each other. Yeah. But all right, man, we ready to get out of here, man. It's been a good show. Y'all got the Steelers winning this against Green Bay by two scores. I like that. I like that. Yep. Um, Hopefully, Najee and Jalen can get another 130-plus. Let's, 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 let's go ahead and let, let, let GP eat. I mean, Canada, design some plays to go his way. <laughs> they, they, dude's nickname is the alien, and you got to give him the ball. Not no, not no, no, uh, smoke screens, no, none of that stuff. I hate those routes, man. Hey, Matt Canada, inbox the, me, dog. Push the ball, DM, <laughs> inbox me, dog. DM me, dog. I got something for you, dog. Hey, big I got G. some, I got some schematics that'll hook you up. Hey, big G, I know you used to, used to coach high school, but for real, for real. You trying to step on Canada's toes? I think he might put hands on you. Canada will get smashed messing around with me, dog. My <laughs> <laughs> Canada gets smashed. But if he need inbox me, dog. Hit me up. Hit me up on the book, Twitter, Instagram. Find me, man. I got some plays for you, bro. Man, you ain't on Instagram. I do got Instagrams. You do? Yeah. I ain't never seen it. Big G, yeah. just mm-hmm. cover the middle. He'll never hit you. <laughs> he's swinging wide he's swinging wide that's funny <laughs> that's hilarious hey, but I got some for him man I got some for him let's go ahead and wrap it up Shannon what you got going on the rest of the week man well just the uh, the random stiller observation article on Friday and uh, and and that should do me for the week mm. okay okay Send it, send, 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 send it to me again like you did last time. I definitely read it when I get it, when I get it ma- hand mail delivered. Yeah, I did to both of you. And I knew you'd appreciate a lot of truth nuggets in there. Yeah. A lot of nuggets. Big G, what you got yes, going sir. on, man? Man, you know the week just getting started, man. We have Wednesday pump your brakes. We appreciate everybody in the live chat. Wednesday nights for sure. Check me, Tape Boy Fresh. That dude, Payday, and the MIA beater who's got a fine jar running on right now on the Homies Podcast. And then afterwards, swing it over to the Homies Overtime Podcast where we talk all sports central. We're going to get into some college football this Friday for sure. Don't forget to check me, Tate Boy Fresh, and Mod out on Sundays, man, on the Know-It-Alls Podcast. We got it going on over there, too, with a lot of sports century talk. And I've been killing Mod all week about them Cowboys taking another loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Last but not least, man, don't forget to check me, Tape Boy Fresh out on That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. You know, we got one probably we're going to record tonight and we'll put it up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and or Google Podcasts. 
And then I'm on Level Up Podcast with my boy Andy P on Mondays, man. This last Monday was a banger. It was an awesome show. We broke down what can happen for the college football playoff. So if you like college football, you can find us on Fans First Sports Network, college football, and you'll come up and see the Level Up Podcast with me and my boy Andy P. Okay. Shannon, take us home, man. Like that. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you. We'll me and Big G will see you on Friday. We'll see you on the Pump Your Breaks next Wednesday. <laughs>